Welcome to the Gonzo Chronicles. I'm your host, Cyrus Alderwood, the official spokesman for Generation X. Stick around. It's going to get weird, as always. This is Cyrus Alderwood, the official spokesman for Generation X. You know, I came to a, a conclusion today that actually I want my own personal me hall. I've been reading so much about British history and I guess uh, history in Germany and, and, and uh, parts of uh, Scandinavia. Yeah, I want my own me hall. I, I don't think it's too much to ask. I mean, people build all kinds of useless structures. I mean, my little town just built a stage downtown. I think they spent $100,000 on it from some grant. Yeah, I mean, you could fit like four fat guys in the thing. I mean, I, I don't know. I think they could have built it for like 10000 and pocketed the other ninety for something useful, but I don't know, like a mead hall. I mean, who wants a bar? We need a mead hall where people can walk in there with their knives and axes. And their their own personal steins, or maybe they have them on the wall. You can put your own put your stein at your own little little uh, hanger on the wall, and it's there every time you go in. I'm just thinking out loud here. I've also had a lot of suggestions for Star Wars lately. I don't know if you guys recall some of these suggestions that uh, I've tossed out to Disney for spinoff shows and so forth. But I started thinking earlier today, like how awkward would it be? If one of the uh, Jedi Masters on the Jedi Council had the last name Bates, I mean, it's funny, like Master Skywalker, Master Windu, Master Kenobi, Master Bates. Hey, so with all the like subtle stuff that Disney has slipped into kids' movies over the years, they couldn't put Master Bates <laughs> as, as a Jedi Master. I mean, honestly, folks, it has to happen at some point. I'd welcome it. I think it's funny, you know. I mean, they're already teaching kids all kinds of weird crap in school anyway. Why not just, uh, why not throw it in Star Wars? I don't know. Hey, I learned something else. This is what happens when I get bored on a Saturday. By the way, it's April 2nd. I didn't want to do a show on April 1st. Uh, I don't know. I got tired of April Fool's Day when I was about nine. But, so I'm watching National Geographic, and this is quite interesting. Did you know that when a ram wants to challenge another ram to a fight, he kicks him in the balls? Yeah. That's totally how they uh, challenge them to a fight. They just walk up while he's grazing, a couple of, couple of shots to the sack, 
enough to piss them off a little bit. Sometimes they want to fight. Sometimes they don't. You kick one in the balls enough, they're going to fight. And whoever gets dominance, I guess, gets all the ladies. I guess that's how that works. Um, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that's probably the way it works. And also, I want I want a library next to my meat hall. Just thinking out loud here again. And uh, I think tonight, tonight is a yingling lager kind of night. So let's, let's just rock with that. So I also I got bored. I'm going to keep this short. <laughs> but I also got bored. And I started wondering, as I'm doing all this research and learning so much about British history, why is it sometimes called Britain and other times it's called the United Kingdom? Is there really a difference? I mean, probably not. But actually, I go look this up. So what's the difference between Great Britain and the United Kingdom? Well, by God, I'm going to tell you. So the names Great Britain and the UK, United Kingdom, are often they're used interchangeably. But they're not actually synonymous. And the reason uh, for the, the two different names, the difference between them, has to do with the history of the British Isles. Okay, So the British Isles, it's a group of islands off the um, north western coast of Europe. All right, so you know you have the, the big island that everybody calls Britain, Great Britain, whatever. Um, so the biggest of these islands are Britain and Ireland. Uh, and there's a smaller one, uh, or it's actually several smaller ones. One of them is called the Isle of Wight, that people have probably heard of. Well, back in the Middle Ages, the name Britain also applied to the small part of France that was called Brittany. Okay. Um, I've heard of Brittany, France, but I, I didn't. I don't know. I didn't really think that there was um, a reason to it, but Great Britain came into use um, to refer specifically to the island, right? So that's they called it Great Britain. But that name really just didn't have any kind of official meaning until uh, it was 1707. That's what I read. And this was off of Britannica, of all places. So that's when the island's rival kingdoms of England and Scotland, that's when they were unified and they became known as the Kingdom of Great Britain. So Ireland, meanwhile, had uh, just, they'd just been a colony since I think it was 11th or 12th century. It was been long, you know, for a long time. And then anyway, after the emergence of Great Britain, it still was under the influence of the British crown. So the early 1800s, they might have been 1800, 1801, somewhere around there, joined uh, with Great Britain formally as a single you know, political unit. And that became known as the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Ireland. And uh, people just called it the United Kingdom for short. But that didn't last. Um, in the early 1900s, like the first part of the 20th century, um, Ireland, like I said, had been fed up with being united with, with Britain and decided to break off from them, except for a handful of counties in the in the north, right? So Ireland, other than those handful of counties, seceded from Britain, <clears throat> or the United Kingdom. So Ireland became its own sovereign country, like it is now. And so its former partner, you know, the United Kingdom, took on the official name of United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. So Great Britain's just kind of like a, I guess, a geographic term, referring to the island, 
simply known as Britain, uh, but it's also a political term for part of the UK made up of England, Scotland, and Wales, which includes some of the, I guess, those smaller islands, like I mentioned, like the Isle of Wight. So the United Kingdom, on the other hand, is purely a political term. That's interesting. It's the uh, independent country that has all of Great Britain and now the region they call Northern Ireland. So that's that's kind of interesting. So I was looking at a map of this and like, no wonder British history is so confusing. Not only is it long as hell and there's so much to know going back like pre-Dark Ages, you know, but even, uh, even you know, I don't know. You'd have to certainly be a scholar with a good memory to be a British history expert. But also in this day in history, on this day in history, um, actually back in 2005 on this day, uh, John, uh, Pope John Paul II died. Uh, he was the guy who actually partnered with uh, Margaret Thatcher and President Reagan to help defeat the Soviet Union and you know, bring down that wall. Those three working together with a, uh, a you know, a big vision to defeat the Soviet Union. Hey, well, good for them. All right. So anyway, unfortunately, he died on this day back in 2005. But here was some other interesting stuff. I didn't know this day was so busy. Uh, back in 1917, ladies, uh, Jeanette Rankin was the first woman elected to U.S. Congress. She took office this day. Uh, she took her seat in the U.S. Capitol as a representative from Montana. And she was born on a ranch near Missoula, Montana, the Missoula, Montana Territory in 1880. And she was a social worker before um, joining Congress. On this day in 1513, I guess they assume this day, <coughs> Ponce de Leon claims Florida for Spain. So this was near, uh, I guess, present-day St. Augustine. Juan Ponce de Leon comes ashore on Florida and claims the territory for Spain and the Spanish crown. Um, and Native Americans had uh, been living here for like thousands of years before any European contact. Um, but that was kind of an awkward meeting. Uh, in uh, 1917, on this day, President Wilson officially asked for a declaration of war to get us into World War I. Uh, he asked Congress to send U.S. troops uh, into battle against Germany. And in his address to Congress, uh, he lamented that it is a, and I'm quoting, it is a fearful thing to lead this great peaceful people into war. So four days later, Congress obliged him and gave him, gave him war. Uh, on this day in 1805, Hans Christian Andersen was born. And if you were saying, who the hell is he? Uh, just go Google him. Probably one of the world's best storytellers. But he was born near Copenhagen. Um, anyway, uh, quite interesting. On this day in history. Oh, by the way, if you want to get a little bit more uh, detail here, on this day in history... Mob boss John Gotti was convicted of murder in 1992. I was graduating high school that year. I remember the Teflon Don in the news all the time. That was about the time I, re I really got interested in that movie, The Godfather. Ah, my how times have changed. Why is the mafia never in the news anymore? 
Like I don't I don't want them to I don't I guess I probably don't want them to do send the news. It's probably for really, really bad reasons. Alright, folks. And I get a phone call. Go figure. Anyway, folks, have a great, great weekend. Today's April 2nd, 2002. Thanks for listening to the Gonzo Chronicles. I'll be back with another one soon. Cheers, everyone.